It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. I mean, it's, a, it's as cheesy. Well, it's not as cheesy. There's Umbop and a few others, but this is amongst the most cheesy of all time. But contained within it is a very wise message. Just be yourself and try to make a gal laugh. If you can do that, eh, you're ahead of the game. All right, let's talk to our uh, next guest. He must have made a gal laugh uh, because he got married a couple uh, yes. months ago. And uh, so uh, she likes him for him. And we like him, too, because uh, he's our Eagles guy. He's a fine fellow, Mr. Elliot Shirt Parks. Hello, Elliot. Man, that was my song back in the day. Was it really? Yes. I was a big – I think that was on the first Now soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I was, know what that is. What you is don't know the, what Now soundtracks are? No. Generational I'm not surprised here. by that, honestly, considering <laughs> you like it? real music and I like <laughs> mbop and songs like that. <laughs> now, now was like they put out one every year and it had like all the hits on it. Po- poppy hits. Yeah, like NSYNC, Spice Girls, yeah. like – yeah, Poppy, yeah, come on, yeah. Richie. Oh, man, what's wrong with you? I'll see if I can find one for you. John, John, all right. So, Ellie, let's get to it here. Um, Nick Sirianni spoke a short time ago. Yes. Uh, they kind of reemerged from a, another sort of shutdown, a little mini buy in there after the Thursday game. Um, what stood out to you from the things he said? What did he say of note in the press conference? Yeah, well, it's interesting you, you present it that way because if you think about it, the Eagles haven't played a game where, like, everybody's super paying attention in almost like a month. It's incredible. Right. The Steelers game was very much overshadowed. Obviously, the Texans game was overshadowed. Probably so, makes it easier on the Eagles to win extent. Yeah, I mean, you, f- you figure they're undefeated. Any other year, there'd be a ton of pressure on them. There'd be a ton of spotlight. And I will say today, there was a lot more media members down there than normal, national people, that type of stuff. Um, in terms of what he said, uh, you know, there wasn't a-, a ton, but he was asked about the fact that Frank Reich was fired and whether yeah. or not he-, he would hire him. Um, and he didn't say no. I mean, he, he said it's not something that they're thinking about, but, you know, you, you kind of never know is essentially his answer. And, I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I think there'd be a lot of value to bringing Frank in. He's been in this city on a Super Bowl run. Um, so I think he'd bring a lot of good experience. Well, you know what he also could be? Idea. I'll tell you what he also could be, because you could hire him in a like – a, Yeah, make him a consultant. A role. Call him whatever yeah, you want. He could just be a deep – because he's not going to step on the, on the toes of Shane Steichen, nor should the Eagles. He could just be someone – because he might want to take a month or two off. Mm-hmm. But when they get toward the playoffs, John, and you're about to prepare for a team, mm-hmm. 
I mean, you could just pay Frank Reich, you know, $50,000, $100,000 for a week. I mean, I know this sounds ridiculous, but we're talking NFL money. To just like, yo, scout the 49ers for me. We're going to play them. Tell me what you see. Give me your blueprint of how you think we beat them. I mean, you could give him – because one of the things, you know, you know, Elliot, Sirianni does, he gives his assistant coaches Mm – specific projects yeah, in ways that I guess normally happen, but he seems to highlight it more than maybe other organizations think to do. A hundred percent. And the other thing is, you know, Nick and Nick might think he knows what he's getting into. I mean, if this team, you know, is a number one seed and they do go on a playoff run, Nick is Nick has never been through anything like what that's going to be like the mm-hmm. media attention, the scrutiny. Frank has been through it in this exact situation. So I agree from X's and O's perspective. I think just having him in the room, there's no downside to it. He can offer up what he wants. Him and Nick get along. I don't think there'd be a power dynamic issue. But I think just having Frank in the building to tell Nick, like, hey, I was there in 2017. Get ready for this. Get ready for these responsibilities. Get ready for this type of attention. I think he could bring a lot to this team considering where they're at. And it helps Frank. Frank just got fired. He could attach himself to a Super Bowl run. And last time that happened, he got a head coaching job. How much uh, undefeated talk was there today? Not today. Good question. Not not a lot of it. Well, yeah. was there any? Uh, I don't remember there being a question about it. No. So I, you know, I, it, I'm not going to be in the locker room today because yeah. I'm here. But uh, I, I would be surprised if that gets asked yet. But also, if they do, I'm knowing how Jalen talks to his teammates, knowing how Nick talks. They're very much in that one game at a time thing. But the question's coming soon, Ellie. Oh, it's coming. I mean, if they keep winning, I think ten and zero is when it really starts to become a thing. Elliot, what are the odds that this team, if if we get to where Joe has been suggesting, yeah. and we're heading into Week 18, mm-hmm. still having not lost, and again, this is projecting out, total conjecture. Uh, what are the odds that this organization chooses to go for undefeated versus playing uh, versus resting yeah. players in an inconsequential game? for playoff seeding and whatnot. Yeah, so if we're going to look at this realistically, I think, A, they would go for it, but another thing that I don't think people bring up enough but is going to be a reality if they're in this situation is they have a deep roster. Like, you could start some of the offensive linemen that are backups. You could potentially start Minshew. You could, you know, get the ball to Pascal and Quesmore. But that's not going I, I know, for I know it. it's not going for it, yeah. but the point I'm making is they could – in theory, sit some starters, play some backups, and still go for it because of how deep the roster is. That's not going for it. you. Might you're saying you might still win, but that's not going for it. That's it's, it's that's not the playing, wrong term. No, no, you're, you're, you're still, right. I'm not saying going for guys. it. Right. But what resting. I'm saying is they could win these games at the end of the season by only shuffling some in and out of the starters. But but regardless, I think they will go for it, and I think they should go for it. I think going undefeated in the regular season is an accomplishment. It's a historic accomplishment. I don't believe that going undefeated would be a much larger distraction going into the playoffs than what they're walking into. Again, this is the Philadelphia Eagles as the, potentially the number one seed in the NFC. That is going to be the center of Philly no matter what, in the center of the media world. The, if that guy on the Giants doesn't make a crazy catch, the Patriots accomplish going undefeated. So I do think that if they are in the situation of week 16, 17, 18 – of being undefeated, they will go for it. I, I, we have, we will see we, yeah, potentially, we, yeah. but I can't imagine the team that doesn't practice. They walk through instead of but practicing that's very to different. protect that from is, injuries. It is it's different. extremely different. It is not different that they prioritize health of the players above all else. But, but that really does factor right, in. Right, but in training camp, they're prioritizing the health of the players for the regular season, right? Like the, the meaningful games are far away at that point. 
at the, at, at the end of the season, A, they'll be playing for something historic, but B, I don't think they're going to want to have their starters sit for like three to four weeks, right? If you remember the 20, or sorry, 2004 Eagles, they rested guys. And well, it was 28, it was 28 days. Yeah, it was a long they time. Shut they were, they, were they shut them the down sideline. the last two games plus the bye week. It was 28 games. Right. 28 days from when those guys really played to when they played and them. Right. I don't think that team would want this that team is would want that. That's something that every guy who's played in college, and they all have, they experienced going to a bowl. But it, it can throw you off. That's familiar I mean, look to at some the, degree. Look at the Colts. When they, were, when they were 14 and 0, shut it down. And then reemerged with their real players in the postseason and got zapped quickly by the Jets. Yeah, I mean there is an argument for if the trains are on the track, don't don't change the train, don't change anything. I I hundred percent agree, and I also think when all season your motto and your message to the players is one and zero this week matters, one and zero this week matters. At the end of the season, you can stick with that message and say that look, like we're trying to win this game because. It's one and zero. Oh. Like Except this is the if league. the front office says there's no way we're putting Jalen Hurts out that out there and risking him. I mean, they might, John. I mean, listen, you could be right. It's just it'll be fascinating to find out if they're in that spot, Elliot. Um, they're still in that zone right now where they could resign any number of pl- extend, yeah, any number of players whose contracts expire at the end of this year. Miles Sanders, Bradbury, Kaiser White. Is there a player that you think? is the most likely to get a deal during the season that locks them up for the future. So I think the, the two I would say are two you didn't mention, TJ Edwards and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's only 24 years old. The other players that are, 10, are about to be free agents are a bit on the older side. Um, they haven't had good linebacker play here in a really long time, and I think TJ has played well enough that he's someone they would want to stick keep around. But then Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, remember Marcus Epps is a free agent too, right? Like they have to bring wow. back one of these safeties. So, Guys, it's going to be a different looking team next year. I don't, I don't mean to go negative here. It, it, it's to their credit that they have this level of talent. There is no way with a Jalen Hurts contract and all these guys to be free agents. There is no way all these guys are back. So I disagree with that. How? Because they can get up to $41 million in cap space this offseason, even if you extend Jalen. Dude, Bradbury's like a $60 million player. So they gave gave A.J. Brown this past offseason a four-year, $100 million contract, right? You want to guess what his cap hit is this year? Yeah, what's it going to be next it's five, year? It, this year, I think it's about five or six sure. million dollars. And next year, it's seven or eight million dollars, right? So well, you it, can, it, you it, can it, spread yeah. these things out. You can, here's what I would say: When's the last time the Eagles had a player in the building that they wanted to keep <laughs> and left in free agency? Well, it's really rare. It doesn't happen because when you have an owner, I mean, maybe Benny Logan, maybe, and he was just average-ish. Yeah, and that was a chip guy too. But like. Yeah. When, when you have a GM that can manipulate the cap the way Howie can, and also an owner that's willing to write big signing Jeremy bonuses. Macklin was an answer to that. They wanted to keep him. He got $55 million from Kansas City, and they said, okay, yeah, we, won't, we won't meet that price. And that was six, seven years ago? Yeah, I mean, point, it, was, right? it was a long time ago. Yeah, so, look, they're not going to re-sign every free agent. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But I think if there's guys they want to keep, they will have an owner willing to write the signing bonus to make it happen and a GM that can work the cap to make it happen. Elliot, easy game against Washington? I don't think a second divisional game is ever, ever easy, but they're way better, and I think they'll win. You know, do I think they'll win by 20 points? Probably not, but I, I, think, I think they will win the game. Uh, speaking yeah. of Washington, James tells me he's got some news in there, the attorney general situation down in uh, D.C. with Washington. What's the deal, James? Yeah, uh, uh, breaking uh, 
Uh, AG, uh, Carl Racine said, my office is suing commander's owner Daniel Snyder, the commander's NFL commissioner Roger Goodell, and the NFL for colluding to deceive district residents, the heart of the commander's fan base, about an investigation into toxic workplace culture. He goes on to explain why and whatnot. So it is a civil lawsuit against Daniel Snyder, the commanders, the NFL, and Roger Goodell. Well, the big news is that the NFL and and Goodell specifically are being sued because that, see, that brings into focus like a potential not working with authorities in an open investigation. I'm no expert on this, but that sounds to me like there's even been, either been, they, they have been trying to not help the authorities in a proper investigation or they are specifically, John, what it sounds like, trying to cover up stuff. Right. That's a twist I did not expect. And it's although it's, it makes sense. It's a distraction, obviously. But if you I saw an interesting report today from someone that covers the commanders. And I apologize. I, I don't remember who it was. But do you remember yesterday the commanders released a statement and they used that Brian, was a disgrace. They used Brian Robinson at the top of it. Right. I think that a real, lot- real quick for those that don't know, let me specify what that was. That was Washington's statement indicating like basically, hey, we've had a lot going on, including one of our players who got shot in Washington because this city and this country has got so much crime. Mm-hmm. And Brian Robertson, the running back's agent, came out and was like, that is outrageous that you would commingle issues to try to deflect from poor workplace stuff mm-hmm. to, to, to lay bare that my guy, my client, your player, got randomly shot. I mean, it's essentially it was used, disgraceful. It's, it's using him to, to disgraceful. Right. So there was a, a report today from someone that covers the commanders that said that a lot of what's happened in Washington, the players able to block out. Right. But that specifically using one of their teammates, one of their players, he says that there are players on the team that are mad about that. Good. So I think this is going to be a Washington team that's distracted. <laughs> Is the point if, I'm making going? If I'm Ron Rivera, I can't get out fast enough. I I, yeah. I took on the challenge. It's above my head. Bye bye. Yeah, I mean, bye bye. It's good for the NFL that Dan Snyder is going to sell the team. It's bad for the NFC East because they're such a train wreck every single year. Yeah. You can always count on them being bad under new ownership. Presumably, that yeah. will change. But they 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 are they have been in recent years the single biggest disgrace in pro sports. I don't even think it's close. No, the, the it's stadium, not. the team, just I mean everything about it. The it's, statement, yeah, the statement yesterday yeah, the was, statement, yeah. was, and then obviously the off the field stuff. Well. All right, Elliot, uh, excellent stuff. Try to be in studio more often. You're you're better in studio instead of over the phone. Look, I'll take any advice from you. I can. That's, that's why they yeah. come to me. Life well, advice with the hammer, right? man. That's why I took the job. Learned the job. <laughs> All right, Elliot. Nice <laughs> job, buddy. Hey, coming up, time's yours uh, and more calls on WIP.